Today's podcast brought to you by Jolt. Make progress. Not excuses. Dream big. Get massive results. I believe that you can set your gyroscope with one simple process anytime you're on the telephone. We need to start conditioning our thinking in the proper way. And as you're talking, instead of doing the doodling, you know how some people do, uh, they will draw a circle, you know, then they'll put a square in the circle, then a rectangle in the square, then a triangle in the rectangle in the square in the circle, and then they'll start putting the little lattice work in there, then they'll start doing the shading. Oh, some of them get pretty good at it, but what is the going price? of doodles in your hometown. I'm convinced the doodle market is fairly limited, so why not, instead of doodling, as you're talking, write down, I can, I can, I can, I can. And then as you wind up the conversation, put, I can and I will, and then write out whatever your immediate goal is for the moment. Step number four is set your gyroscope. Step number five, feed your mind. You know, it's an interesting fact. Most of us eat three times a day. As a matter of fact, I've noticed that when somebody misses a meal, they make a big deal out of it. They say, you know, I was just so busy, I didn't even have time to eat my lunch today. I said, man, pay attention. I didn't have time to eat lunch. I mean, that was a big deal. A lot of times I'll ask people, when is the last time you deliberately, on a regular schedule, fed your mind? The good, the clean, the pure, the powerful, and the positive. For the 50th time, you're what you are, you're where you are because of what's gone into your mind. You change what you are, you change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. The tragedy is if I were to come into your home with a pail of garbage and throw it on your living room floor, we'd have serious trouble quickly. One of three things. You'd either whip me physically or you'd call the law and have me arrested or you'd get your gun and you'd say, Now, Ziegler, I'll bet you could just clean that up. And I'll bet you I could too. Yet you'd be terribly upset. You'd be telling people for months about that fellow that came in my home and threw a pail of garbage on it. Why I started to shoot him. As a matter of fact, I wish I had, uh, you know, the very idea. Oh, we'd be upset if I threw garbage on your living room floor. And yet we daily permit, even encourage other people to dump garbage in our minds. Negative, low-ceiling, immoral things go in their minds each day. I don't know if you've ever read the story of Shinichi Suzuki. I think you have. I'm going to talk about feeding your mind now primarily with the cassette player. I'm going to make a bold statement. I used to say I wouldn't take $10,000 for mine if I couldn't replace it. Later, I said I wouldn't take $25,000 for my cassette player if I couldn't replace it. Later, I said 50000 Today, with inflation and all what it is, I'm going to make a flat statement. I wouldn't take one hundred thousand dollars for my cassette player if I could not replace it. I think it's the most exciting, most motivational thing really that's come down the pike. As a developer of attitudes and educational concepts, it has in my mind no equal. How many of you recognize the name Shinichi Suzuki? Can I see your hands? Suzuki is a Japanese scientist. He teaches music to Japanese children. His methods are now being used widely and have for a number of years here in the States. He takes a Japanese child who's just six weeks old 
and he put the cassette player by the bed, and the child listens to the music for a month, same song. Next month, another song. Next month, another song. Next month, another song. By the time the child is two years old, he puts a miniature violin in the crib so the child might get the feel of the instrument. At age two and a half, the child watches its mother take violin lessons. By the time it's three, the child is practicing on that miniature violin about one-fifth the standard size. By the time the child is five years old, it's playing beautiful music. Held a concert. Average age of the child, less than eight years old. There were 1,500 of those Japanese children there. They were not playing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, or Mary Had a Little Lamb. They were playing Vivaldi. They were playing the classics. But here is the beautiful thing. According to Suzuki, virtually none of those children had any, quote, natural musical ability. It was a learned skill. To me, that's exciting. What it really says is, you can change what you are. You can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind.